0: You're listening to the Ultimate Runner Podcast, episode 16, Running Versus Racing, Navigating the Course.
1: You are a dedicated runner. You live for it. You train hard every day. You push yourself to the max, but you want to make it to the next level. This is the Ultimate Runner Podcast. We're about to help you level up your running game. We'll cover a wide range of topics, from mastering the long run to exploring cross-training options, enhancing your recovery, and perfecting those crucial warm-ups and cool-downs. We're going to help you feel better, recover faster, and power your way to the finish line of your next race with confidence and vitality. Insightful interviews, expert advice, and actionable strategies that you can put into practice during every stride. Remember, the road ahead is yours to conquer. This is the Ultimate Runner Podcast, and now your host, Bethany
0: Bouquet. Hi my friends, and happy Monday. Welcome to episode 16 of the Ultimate Runner Podcast. I am your host, Bethany B, your virtual running coach and yoga teacher. Today's topic is something that can be very helpful if you are looking at running more than one race per season. It's all about the difference between running and racing and navigating the course of your training plan. It is becoming more and more popular to want to run more races a year, especially with the New York City Marathon 9 plus 1 method running halves each month of the year, we're trying to check off more states in your run in every state list. I'm here to tell you that you can definitely run those races, but planning ahead and being cognizant of if you're running a race or racing a race can make all the difference when it comes to preventing injuries and generally just feeling good throughout your long-term running training. So today we'll talk about what it looks like to plan out your race calendar setting it up with real life examples and what I mean by running versus racing races and how to fit this right or find this right balance between running races and racing races in your training schedule. But before we get into the nitty gritty of running versus racing, I wanted to let you know that I still have spots available in the ultimate runner membership. This membership is a high touch, all inclusive running cross training and recovery coaching membership that will help you prevent injuries, maximize your training, and reach your running goals. This coaching program is a game changer. It takes the guesswork out of all your training, brings in the accountability aspect that so many of us need, and gives you exactly what you need to do each day to be successful through your training. I'd love to talk to you about your training and the race is you're working towards So I invite you to book a call with me today at wwwfitflowyogastudio forward slash links. I will also put the link in the show notes below. So anyway, we've lots to cover here today. So why don't we jump right into it? So first we'll talk about planning out your race calendar, the big picture. So what are your intentions and goals for the next race cycle? Maybe your goal is to run a marathon. PR a half marathon, run a half marathon for the first time, or ramp up your mileage to run an ultra. I mean, All of these things are valid goals for your big picture. And what can this look like by setting it up in maybe real life terms? So for me, my big goal is I'm running or planning to run a full marathon at the end of April. This full marathon will be my major goal for the spring season. I've got my training schedule set up and now it's time to look at uh, what I could do for fun races in the meantime. So because of that, I will be running a half marathon at the beginning of March when I would normally be running my 13 mile run anyway. So realize I say I'll be running it and not racing it. It is a race, but I'm just going to run it. So what is the difference between running a race and racing a race? When you're running a race, you're typically running your easy pace, just like a weekly long run. You're enjoying the scenery and the company of the other runners around you. There's no need to taper before, although maybe it's planned in your mesocycle for your recovery week to be the week before like it is in mine. And there's no need for extra extended recovery time after because it's just one of your regular runs in your training plan. It's part of the bigger picture and we're running it really at that easy effort. We're not pushing ourselves too hard. You're gonna let people pass you who are racing the race and that is okay. Now, what does it mean to race a race? So typically when we are running for a race or racing it, we taper before the race for a couple of weeks, just really letting your body get prepared to run the race. It is a harder effort level. Maybe you're trying to PR, Maybe you're trying to just run a little bit faster, but typically when you're in a race, you get all excited and you start running and you're much faster than your easy runs. So this would be a much harder effort. It also requires more recovery time after the race. This would be your peak race for the season. And once again, you typically push yourself a little bit harder than the average weekly long run. And if you're at this point of the episode and you're like, well, crap, I've got eight races for this spring. That is okay. But let's talk about why you shouldn't race multiple races back to back in a season. You can definitely run them, but why you shouldn't race them. We'll start off by saying that the distance here does matter. The longer the distance, the longer it takes to recover from a hard effort race. So recovery time is key. by not racing too often, we're working to prevent injuries. Um, We can tire out our body the more and more and more that we race, especially close back together, because we're not letting our body recover before we're racing again. And it also can help you avoid burnout. If you're constantly racing, constantly pushing yourself, constantly exhausted, not recovered, it's a really quick and easy way to burn out from the sport of running. But if you're somebody who has these races, it is okay. You've got multiple races this spring. We can be intentional about what we are running and what we're racing. So at the end of the day, it's all about finding the right balance. So how do you pair races into your race calendar? Once again, think about what your intention is for the race season. What races are you racing where you can taper before and recover after? And what races are you just planning to run recreationally, like an easy run? For me, I don't have time to taper before and after the half marathon at the beginning of March for my late April full marathon. So I am simply running it to enjoy the scenery, to enjoy running the long run with other people, because typically I run them by myself, and just enjoying the sunshine and enjoying the day. Next is, what is the distance of the races you're signed up for? It's easy to have maybe a little bit of a harder effort for a 5K and then recover for that than it would be for multiple half marathons. If you're somebody who is trying to qualify for the New York City Marathon with the nine plus one method, this is really, really important to think about as you try to build a plan around the nine races you need to run throughout the year. If you can, I know they fill up very quickly, getting more of those 5Ks, getting a couple of the half marathons throughout the year but really working on the 5 and 10Ks will help you succeed, especially if you pair them into your schedule to run some of them. Maybe you race a couple of them, but a well-rounded distance will help you find success in your nine plus one method. And then a well-thought-out plan has some races that you're racing, but it also has runs that you're purely running as easy runs. Enjoy the day as a runner depends on how close they are to each other, the distance of the race, and how your body does with recovering after races. The entire goal here is to simply let you feel your best while completing your goals. Whether it's running in all 50 states, hitting specific times or distance PRs, and making it to the New York City Marathon via the 9 plus 1 method, those are all wonderful goals to have. At the end of the day, be smart, plan accordingly, and most importantly, know that you've got this and trust your instincts. If you are in a position where you really just want some guidance on how to plan accordingly for your training schedule, I've got you. Just take the time to go to wwwfitflowyogastudio forward slash links and book a free running blueprint and we can talk about your goals, your training, and what running coaching could look like for you. There's no strings attached in this call, just a little conversation. So thank you so much for joining me on episode 16 of the Ultimate Runner podcast. Have a wonderful day, my friends, and happy running.
1: You've been listening to the Ultimate Runner Podcast. Bethany is a half marathoner, a registered yoga teacher, and an RRCA running coach. She's got the knowledge and experience to guide you on your running journey. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at fitflowyoga.studio. And if you're looking for personalized running, cross-training, and recovery coaching, go to www.fitflowyoga.studio slash running, or you can find the link in the show notes to book your free running blueprint today. See you next time on the Ultimate Runner Podcast.